I'm Annalie Master. Welcome to my Common Sense Living podcast, where I will add common sense and value to your life. If uncensored is what you want, you'll find it here. I'm a critical thinker, meaning I question most everything to see if it makes sense. Topics range from spiritual, health and wellness, to nutrition, recipes, fasting, exercise, gardening, animals, healing, and most anything else. Occasionally, I will feature various professionals about their specific areas of expertise. So grab a pen and paper to take some notes as I offer authentic, thought-provoking information, which is insightful and true as I know it. Take responsibility for yourself and confer with your healthcare provider as I do not diagnose nor prescribe. Your comments are welcome. I just ask they be polite. So I'm glad you stopped by at my Common Sense Living podcast. See you real soon. I'm Annalie Master. Welcome to my Common Sense Living Podcast, where I plan to add common sense and value to your life. So it's going to be a short one today because it's the holidays and people are busy and and kind of a recap. So bear with me. The past couple of years have left many of us feeling unsure about the state of the world, pretty much about everything. Who can you trust? So my answer to this is allowing God into your life fully accepting him, not just going to church on Sunday or proclaiming yourself as a Christian, yet not acting like one. I'm sure we all know someone that fits that description. Perhaps we know that person very well and see them every time we look in the mirror. This time of year brings me to reflection on this past year, on life in general, love and loss. How has the good, the bad, and the ugly been handled? What have thoughts been about? What has been focused on, love or hate? So love, what does that really mean to you? When one opens their heart to love, more comes their way. More of what? Romance? That's love, right? Is it? It can be a part of love. What if love is giving of yourself? What does that mean to you? I'm sure someone somewhere takes it literally and uses that as an excuse for weak morals and sleeps around. After all, they would be sharing of themselves, right? So my thought of giving of self means to take care of me first and then give what I can, where I can, and to whom I can. What can I do to show someone I care? How can I ease their burden? As a child, we didn't have much. And my father worked with a man who had even less. He had small children and couldn't afford Christmas presents. So I learned a lesson of giving then. Dad made us go through all our toys, and we had to part with some, the ones we didn't use much. But we had comic books, and some of you are old enough to remember Little Lulu, a comic book. I had read that three times at least. Seeing the cover, I knew the story. Did I need to keep it? No. Giving it away? Oh, that was just horrible. It was horrible to be giving something that I treasured, yet I didn't need it. So when I reflect back on that, I'm so thankful that my father taught us to give because that meant so much to that man. That's meant so much to those children. So another way you can ease a burden is a simple phone call, a card, or a smile or compliment to a stranger. Making that heart-to-heart connection. Sometimes it's those little things that speak louder than the, the splashy gesture. So we all know about the 
glass that's half full. Okay. And if you don't, so you have a, an eight ounce glass and you pour water into it to the four ounce mark. So how do you see that glass? Is it half full or is it half empty? I always thought it was half, half empty because it wasn't full. Somewhere along in life, I changed my attitude and saw it as half full. Having seen it as less than, as in half empty, focuses on lack. So how does that make you feel right this minute, focusing on lack? Kind of a downer, isn't it? Now think of it as being half full. Did you feel a different emotion? I certainly did. I was raised with honesty and integrity. My religion was under God's sky, in nature, taking care of the plants, animals, raising our own garden, learning how to care for God's gifts to us. I didn't go to church till I was 17 and went with my boyfriend. I tried church more than once and different churches. They all seemed the same. I admit I passed judgment on the attendees. I thought going to church meant you were a good person. Living his church is his example of his blessings. Life taught me most folks that went to church were trying to be good people, but some used going to church as a tool for status and perhaps even control. I'm sure we can name a handful of those kind of people, and unfortunately, many are our leaders in one capacity or another. So just going to church, it's going through the motions. It's using God for personal gain. These kinds of people prey on the hunger of their followers that they search for, the followers that that search to fill that hunger. The followers may hunger for acceptance, financial, and more. They believe those that indoctrinate them with negative, untruth food that fills their empty souls. Division, hate. These negative words create chaos within and all around. They create a division of yours and mine, fair and unfair, etc. We see that in our world on a daily basis now. Hate is bred in part in minds that use God and church to further their agenda. But I'm going to let you in on a big secret. The future is far brighter than you think. I know. The road to happiness, love, and miracles is the same as it has always been, but the trick is to how to find it. This might sound woo-woo, but miracles come when you get out of your own way and plunge into the flow of life. They come once you begin to free yourself and the thoughts, relationships, Ships, habits, or patterns that no longer serve you. I thought I knew my path. I was always friendly. Talk to anyone that would listen. <laughs> Something never changed. A radio announcer. Is that my path? How about a weather woman? Neither one. I'm scared of public speaking. So that's not going to happen. I kept looking for my path. While on my journey, I learned how to dance. I joined the military, took classes, put myself through nursing school, and kept learning and meeting people. When the student is ready, the opportunity presents itself. While at a holistic chamber of commerce meeting in San Antonio, the lady sitting next to me presented an opportunity for me to explore. I had a choice. I could say yes, or I could say no, and always wonder what could have would have been. I accepted, yet wasn't sure what it was all about. I just knew I was to do it. So my current journey began this year at Sticker Shock in March. I didn't get much information about what what I was getting into, but I dressed up, showed up, and learned from it. I gave my first speech since college speech class many years ago. I was nervous. I didn't know anyone there. That's good and bad, right? (laughs) 
I started out on stage and near the end of my story, I froze. I attempted to recover by saying I was doing exactly what one shouldn't do during a speech, right? Needless to say, I was embarrassed, ashamed of myself. I've always been hard on myself. Five months later, my second sticker shock. The confident me dressed up and showed up. I had met several of the attendees the first time and now knew what to expect. I rocked that stage. Those that met me the first speaking event were amazed at my transformation. I think it was my twin showed up, the confident one. Not only did I rock that stage, I had transformed my image as well. Daniel, my mentor, said I looked 20 years younger. Now, what woman doesn't want to hear that? That week, I was asked to MC. that weekend, I was asked to MC at an upcoming event, the Inner Beauty Conference. I was also invited to speak at the Achieve Conference in Denver. This year's journey has given rise to my meeting many incredible people from all over the world. A big hi, y'all. I also launched my Common Sense Living podcast, where I plan to talk and have interviews about health and wellness. While my podcast is doing well, so is censorship. I have a strike against me for telling the truth I paid good money to learn in nursing school. My disclaimer states I do not diagnose nor prescribe, that I offer information for you to ponder. The reader or listener does with this information whatever they want. So while at the interview conference, it was brought to my attention that I needed to write my book. The world needs it now. My book is about my abundant spiritual experiences, incorporating all the senses over many years. It doesn't have a title yet and won't be published until approximately March of 2023. So it turns out talking is coming back into my life in the future. Whatever will be my topics about, I don't know. Ah, God came into my rescue on that as well. Listen, learn, and share. So while being able to speak is good, God has demonstrated to me that sometimes listening is just as good and maybe even better. I shared a, a post on social media about the holidays being hard, really hard on some people to get through due to various experiences in their lives. Because of this post, I met a man who shared with me about his struggle. I'll call him Ben. We've spoken on the phone several times. He was strong enough to cry. What do you do when someone's crying? You attempt to comfort, not fix them. You let them cry. Crying is a release of emotions that we've kept pent up inside, trying to put on the front the people that we're okay and inside we're, oh, just falling apart. So when we allow ourselves to cry, that releases those emotions. And I know for myself, I feel so relaxed after, so refreshed. So that's what I did for Ben. I listened. So God gave me that discernment to just listen. So I thank you, Ben, for trusting me and sharing your pain, that you felt safe with me to bless me with your story. I cherish that. In my response to another person on social media, I'll call him Kelly, he shared his story of abuse. Yes, dear society, there are men that are abused. It doesn't happen to only the women. Sometimes the woman is the abuser. I personally know two men from my past that were abused, one by their aunt, the other by their mother, people that they should be able to trust. And they ended up having to fear them. So I asked Kelly if he wanted to speak about it, perhaps write a book so he can tell a story and by so doing, help others. 
gave an affirmative response that he had prayed for this opportunity. I put him in touch with my publisher. He said he feels God put me in his life for this purpose. Blessings do come in many forms, don't they? I bless him. He blesses me. What a win-win. I thank my inner being for hearing God and realizing listening is also what I need to do. Healing others can be that simple. Just listen. They both gave permission for me to share their stories. I think a podcast with Kelly's story is coming soon. Both of these men praised me for hearing them. I did so little. I just listened. They have the tough part, the healing. By reaching out to a stranger that is hurting and listening to their story, who knows, you may save a life. As an energy healer, I listen to Cryon, a channeler. His voice is so calming, and I really enjoy his messages and his stories. Intuitively, I know God's light and love shines bright in me and through me into the universe. I touch your heart with his spark of light. I am protected by him. Next week, I have a real treat for you all. I have a friend on my podcast who will share with us about emotion code. She has done a couple of treatments on me, and believe me, it works. I'll give you a hint. Shoulder pain for over 30 years, and it's gone. It's gone. IT band injury on my right leg 15 months ago, and whoop, bleep, the system can't fix it. In fact, the bleep suggested drugs or hip replacement surgery for a super, t- super tight IT band. Come on, man. Instead, I searched for a sports masseuse. My intuition told me I needed that modality. I found Jimmy, and I'm so much better. And using emotion code, I have minimal pain. I have one more session coming. So stay tuned. Exciting things are yet to come. I pray you have a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and an abundant 2023. So... Thank you for joining me on my Common Sense Living podcast today. Hope you enjoyed it and that you uh, learned something new. So I ask that you share my podcast with your friends. Give me a like, share, and um, don't forget, I'll be here again next time. And we'll be talking about emotion code. So toodaloo. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to my Common Sense Living podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'm sure you learned something new. Please leave a kind review and share this episode with a friend. And be sure to subscribe yourself. You'll find me on iTunes, Spotify, and other platforms. And don't forget, we'll be here again next week with another insightful episode of Common Sense Living. I can hardly wait.